Investment offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, and True North Wealth Partners are separate entities. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth Advisors do not make any guarantee or other promise as to any results that may be obtained from this. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal, and no strategy assures success or protects against loss. Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners is for our clients and those wanting to learn more about what's really going on within the markets and economy, as well as overall financial planning topics. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Vantage Point, uh, True North Wealth Partners. I'm Andy. Eric Susie. And uh, September 20th, 2023, episode 38. 38. Yep. Another episode. Good times, it? man. Good Welcome times. Fall. That's right. How's that $800 a month car payment? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> Glad we don't have it, but yeah, so I know what you mean. That's near the average, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, crazy. Good. Well, today is what? Oh. It's Fed day. Fed day, man. It's like Christmas around here. Yes. No, <laughs> Wait for Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room. So let's talk about good old Fed pal. Yeah. So uh, what are you thinking? Uh, what is outcome, which was a no hike officially today. Yeah, folks. no hike today and then yeah. hike in November. Mm -hmm. And then That's I, it. I would say two, four rate cuts next year, four or five rate cuts. Okay. Um, is my guess. That's that's just out the you know. Awesome. All right. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. No. Fed and uh, his notes. Just listening. He said that they're going from four rate cuts to two rate cuts. Is what he said for next year. So, okay. We'll see. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're too tight. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're gonna have to cut because of what's coming. So they're like, uh oh, reverse engines. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I hear you. Um, well, good. Well, it's been going on then. Let's hear a few. Items. Yeah. Well, big news, right? We got uh, car, car, the auto worker strike. Yep. Right. So That's that was right. this week, and then of course the Fed inflation, or kind of the, the news for the week. But um, yeah, I don't know if you had a chance to see the what they're want, what the auto workers are wanting. Ridiculous high. Yeah. Yeah. Ask for the, ask for the moon, right? Yes. That's what they're doing. <laughs> but part of that, I was surprised. So part of it, I've, you know, Ford asking for a 40% increase in wages over the next four years, reduced work week. Thir what, four, four days, four days a week, 32, 32 hours. hours. Oh, can I have that, please? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a faster path to top pay. And then this was a show shift yeah. back to defined benefit yeah. pension. I did hear that. That's crazy. Like, why would they? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to agree to that. No, heck no. <clears throat> you know, cost of living adjustment, obviously, within that. And then a five plus weeks of vacation. Yeah. More paid holidays, extended parental leave. I don't quite, I mean, I knew when I was, so this is way back in the late 90s. I knew a friend of mine worked for Jeep. Hmm. Work for Chrysler, and he was like high school educated. You know, buses, but worked like crazy. Worked yeah. online. He was making six figures back. Yeah. This is back in the late nineties, right? Yeah. And now he worked overtime and everything. Yeah. Hard worker, but you know, yeah, he was having money back had, then. Had Still nice, great had, money today. Had, had, yeah, he had the nicest house on the street. Exactly. <laughs> so, I know they're just going for it all. So uh, yeah. we'll see. And if you're only uh, working for it, who's making the cars? If you're yeah. only working four days a week. Well, Elon Musk, he's he's loving chopping his at the bits there. So yeah. no, no union over there. So 
That's what happens. That's right. It's all going to shake out in the end. Or <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what yeah. happens with that. And, you know, but, no, I hear you. Yeah. So what else? Well, um, you know, as far as just overall GDP, third quarter will be good. North of 3%. Great. Fourth quarter. This will come from Hedgeye now. Fourth quarter this year. First quarter next year. Second quarter next year. Negative GDP. So that's what they're projecting. It's called their now cast. So, um, <clears throat> again, you've heard me say this before, but... Uh, re- reiterating what I said last month, the uh, July 31st highs for the market are in, and it's going to be choppy going lower, sideways lower choppiness. So um, uh, this is what I call it, the fish out of water flapping around right now. You know, month-end markup, quarter-end markup. So uh, we'll have a nice little, you know, rally through the uh, end of the month here, most likely, uh, but then uh, strap in. So uh, I call it putting lipstick on the pig. You know how it is, the economy. Yeah, so uh, sure. That's what they're dressing it all up for, and uh, we'll see how it all goes. But uh, any surprises that could make that change? You think with you know fourth quarter usually pretty good. Yeah, normally it's, it's good. Santa yeah. Claus rally. Yeah, consumers. Okay, a lot of cash, right? And my funds people right. are trying to beat their peers. Amen. Yeah, typically it's all correct. That's yeah. what we anticipate a fourth quarter rally. But uh, let's call it the the Shocktober. So uh, Shocktober <laughs> effects. So I'm going to rattle off a few things to what you just mentioned. So uh, things that are headwinds going against it now, and this is not to be Debbie Downer. These are just the facts and truth of what's coming out. So um, remember, 70% of GDP comes through consumer spending. Uh, Consumer spending has peaked going lower. Um, You know, in regards to uh, uh, quadruple witching, uh, which was, you know, that happened last Friday. Um, The options expire, et cetera, uh, short, long, all that, what have you. It was only 3.5 billion trades last Friday. And so what I'm getting at is, you know how I track uh, trading volume and options? This, I track it all on, on reports. Um, 3.5 is nothing. We used to see six, seven, eight billion trades. Yeah. That's because of the zero day expiration, yeah. daily expiration. That has taken over the machine. <laughs> so folks, options don't mean crap as far as the quadruple witching in the month end, the VIX, all that has been reduced to the back seat. It's the zero day to one day. It's the daily options, weekly options. That's all it's driving the market. So it's just a machine driven. 90% of the volume of the trades are machine driven now. So uh, when it's good, it's good. But when the dam breaks, strap in, it's going to get ugly. So uh, um, all this uh, is coming. And I mentioned to you before, um, it's from tier one alpha, which is from zero, um, from a hedge eye. Uh, Mike Green, he runs all that. Met with him a couple months back. He's been all over it and tracks it well. And um, they just came out this week with a, a zero days to option ETF, which is QQQY. So do not buy it, folks. We're just making you aware of it. Um, so it's just a fund ETF that you can play, day trading, legalized gambling. And that's what they're afraid of. So ridiculous. it is. Yeah. So market manipulation is going to get even worse. So that's why I said the game has changed forever. So, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, uh, old things used to hold up. It's a different game now. So just making you aware of that. Um, credit card debt uh, headwinds greater than $1 trillion. So a little bit, um, you know, a little bit below or near uh, student loan debt. But um, so that's uh, average interest rates, 22%. Their delinquency rate is over 8% now. 51% of credit cards have a, a rolling debt now on a month-to-month basis. And this is the first time that people who are rolling debt month-to-month is greater than the percentage of paying in full on a monthly basis. So 51 versus 49. Hmm. So people carrying more debt versus paying it off 51% versus 49 at 22%. 
it's not good. So um, it's another headwind. Government potential shutdown, like you said. Um, the year, fiscal year end ends on 930. The yep. SNAP payments, that's going to be readjusted, reducing more. So um, that's going to go. It's going to affect 30 million households. <clears throat> Checks will be going down from 391 to $120 per month per child. That's a huge decrease. <laughs> yeah. So that's another headwind. Auto loans, delinquency rates, uh, greater than 90 days is over 8% now. Uh, student loan payments begin October 1st. So uh, the average is roughly $400 per month. It's going to affect about 30 million folks. And uh, it's going to definitely affect the fourth quarter GDP and consumer spending. That's correct. Yeah. Um, BKOs, bankruptcies are on the rise, approximately 10%. Uh, consumer foreclosures, bankruptcies, delinquencies. So the trend's getting worse, not better. So uh, it's all the snowball effect that's been artificially propped up by any nine. Everyone's been talking about all year long. It's all coming to a head here in the fourth quarter. Well, they've so, done a good job at uh, destroying the economy. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you got it. So, yeah, not to mention the spending. And then what's his name? Zelensky was there begging, oh, please give me more money. Sorry, folks, but it's just amazing. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, so, uh, Let's see. Um, yeah, Fed rate high coming November 1st. Well, you know how it is. I mean, these are all just facts, folks. Can we keep it real here? Yeah. Commercial real estate. For the next two years, 2024 and 2025, that bubble will be worse than the banking. So strap in. That's yet to come. There's uh, mark to market. It's all been propped up. PE, private equity firm. So remember, Fed Powell was a PE man, private equity guy. So um, mm. the, the people who bent his ears for today's forecast were the guys out of Chicago and New York. So they bent them, said, no moss, no moss, meaning no more. <laughs> uh, don't raise rate hikes again yeah. uh, for this time. So um, PE, uh, they don't have, they have different set of rules for people who go IPO or on the public. So they don't have, um, uh, subject to the securities and the SEC securities and commission disclosures, uh, financial audit, financial statements, quarterly uh, file reports, other regular filings. Um, they don't have to do mark to market. So that's going back to the PE and then like Blackstone, which is a very large commercial real estate firm. Mm. Uh, their book's going to blow up next year. So um, I'm hearing this from all different firms and, and companies that I've been tracking. So uh, that will be uh, another uh, head, headwind. And as rates go higher, as they're having, they're artificially, they haven't had to mark the market, the valuations of the commercial properties. So when they see that, oh, strap in. Yeah. So uh, China had a little bit of exposure to that, okay. and uh, et cetera. So, um, you know, the IPO market, again, there's mm. over 800 unicorns ready to line up to get an IPO. They did three this week. But it's funny how they just, it's just people come in the market to, to relieve the debt and the, sure. all the CEOs cash out and make all the rain making money. But, um, uh, so they're doing it while I can because <laughs> it's going to dry up again. So uh, this is just a small little, they're trying to get some IPAs, which was nothing last year and just a handful this year. Um, mm. So, you know, um, the bond market basically is carrying the water for the Fed. Uh, basically, he's ignoring, he, he said, I'm data dependent. Well, he, everything, inflation is still going up, but he didn't. Uh, so that's why he's just delaying the inevitable. So, uh, you know, it's going to be longer. Uh, he's going to yeah. raise rates one more time and then he's going to keep them and hold them longer. We thought maybe late spring, summer, they'll start cutting. Who knows? So we still hope it will be cutting by then. We'll see. I think so because, you know, yeah. stuff then, will be hitting the fan. <laughs> yeah. Then bonds will take off. Exactly. So that's, that's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. So yes, we're in bonds and yes, on the short end. 
uh, et cetera. But uh, just have to be a little, little more patient. Mm. So it's already starting to rear its ugly head here, meaning returns are coming. Uh, so, um, so yeah, fourth quarter should be very good for bonds and thereafter um, yeah. going forward. So, yeah, fine, plenty, finally. Plenty, yeah, finally. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more other stuff, but, um, you know, it's funny, like airlines and jet CTFs. Since the highs of July 31st, down over 20%. Russell 2000, down over 9% since July 31st highs. Yeah. Europe, parts of it are in a recession already. Um, you know, inflation, just a few points like OJ. Monthly, month over month, 5.9%. Year over year, it's up 92% for OJ year over year. <laughs> Coming from Hedgeye. Uh, Cocoa, up 9% month over month. Year over year, up 55%. So just, just things that are out there. So um, again, and then, you know, Another elephant in the room is the you know, election and you know, uh. <laughs> all the Biden saga and all their criminal activities that was is slowly coming out. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but go ahead. no, I just can't wait. <laughs> yeah, no, please. We've been, we've been holding. Yeah, the truth finally comes out. Oh, takes no, so mean, long for just, all this to just come. Just get it over with. It's like, like please. <laughs> you know, great craziness of that's all we need, right? Yep, yep. And uh, so just you know. August housing starts here are down 11%. This is an interesting little chart too. I'll hold this up. This is the MBA, uh, which is the uh, Mortgage Bankers Association. So it's their mortgage purchase application. So it's the monthly mortgage purchase application. So these are people looking to sign and get housing, et cetera, purchases. So you can see the high point uh, back going back to uh, in 2020, January 2021 was uh Cycle high was right there, 2021. And then you can see so it's down 57% since the cycle high. And then year to date, uh, again, January of this year, 300 and year to date, uh, we're down 52% from uh, year to date only. So again, we call this purgatory. It's coming from hedge eye information, but you can see we're at 143. So all time low, it's, it's crazy. And then Redfin also came out with a stat know that approximately 15.7% of home purchases uh, contracts were canceled last month in the month of August. So there's people who changed their minds, walked away, almost 16% canceled last month, which is the highest level in a year. Hmm. So again, um, people are tapped out. You know, uh, folks are living paycheck to paycheck, the vast majority over 60% now, a uh, lot of headwinds, you know. So again, uh, just finalizing on the... Uh, uh, mortgages. I just want to point this up. Uh, we'll scan this in too so you can see it. This is just rents versus uh, home ownership mortgages. So going back to like 1970s, renting was 225 a month. Home mortgage um, uh, was 190 a month. Okay, 190 for home mortgage and a 225 a month for rent. And you can just sort of see the spike and right up, follow the red line. That's rent. Rent cost now is almost it's 1850. Let's call it 1850 a month. <laughs> Okay, um, and then mortgages, you can see bounce around a little bit, but mortgages is 2,700 a month. I'm rounding up, but you'll see 2,700. So people are getting priced out and with these rates, it's, it's a crazy. So this is a uh -huh. interesting little stat as well I wanted to share. Yeah. So uh, I'm again- a, I'm an Airbnb in my basement. I exactly. <laughs> I mean, why, why not, right? Why not? <laughs> yep. They ready for some good news? Yeah. I, All right, some good oh, news. I always like good news. GDP, so uh, yeah. GDP. So, you know, the Fed has a Federal Reserve, Atlanta has their now cast, just a forecast per se, but it changes. It starts off high, but as more and more information comes in, it dials in. But it'll be north of um, um, 3% uh, 
probably yeah. closer to four. But uh, same thing for the, this for the third quarter GDP I'm talking about, which is less than two weeks left. Expansion. Yeah, so we're still growing. Uh, Hedgeye still has it over three percent as well for the third quarter. Um, but then, like I said, negative for the fourth, first, and second quarter. That's via um, Hedgeye's uh, analysis. And then the, the range for the you know, top and bottom ranges for the average forecast is right around 3% for um, uh, blue chip consensus is what they call it. So that's good news. Um, GDP is still hanging in there. So that's what why parts of the economy are, have rolled into recession. Other parts are not. It's just been prolonged. But uh, this is, uh, I call it the final call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to 2 a.m. And the beer guy says, okay, final call. So uh, heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, that's yeah, what we, finally. Yes. So it's been uh, a slow march. Yeah. How about you? What else is going on? What else are you seeing? Yeah. Well, um, you know, I was reading through yeah. financial planning magazine and, you know, the tops, some of the top places to retire, right? People always saying like, where can I Florida? retire? Yeah. Uh, right. I think it's out West somewhere. What do you think? What is it? Yeah. Well, they're the top five. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised by this, but they, they took into account cost of living, Quality of life, parks, culture, right. you know, yeah. uh, museums, that type. So if it does, the number five was El Paso, Texas. Wow. That kind of, that surprised that me. It does, yeah. Being so, you know, so close, close to the Mexico. border, yeah. <laughs> they have, um, and then uh, fourth was Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, all right. Huh. Yep. And then Champaign, Illinois was third. You know, we got University of Illinois oh, there. Yeah, okay. And then St. Louis, my birthplace, okay. number two. And then number one was Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln, Nebraska. All well, right. Those are, of course, you have... Uh, University of Nebraska is there. Yeah, so much yeah. can make sense. You get some small college towns. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So who knows? Yeah. Let's, let's fuel up the van. RV? <laughs> is we do it? We'll pack it up. Go get the RV. They, got, they have some good parking spaces. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. All right. So who knew, right? Lincoln, nah, Nebraska. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that for, at all. Well, good. All right. Well, um, sort of talk about tips of the month, I guess. Just a few items there. Um, you know, the COLA cost of living adjustment that gets going to be finalized here in October next month, what it is. But again, another preliminary is coming out at re- roughly an estimate of 3.2%. So 3.2% is what's projected. Again, subject to change. Last year was one of the highest at 8.7%. The year before that, the COLA was 5.9%. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping or you know, they're projecting around 3.2%. But what do you think about um, where well, yeah. Medicare premium is going up? Medicare premiums, yes. So they are going up. Um, Part B is going up. Uh, 3, 3.5%. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the percentage, but it's 990. It's going up 990 a month. I guess I got back into it. But anyways, yeah. so roughly 175. 174.80 is what the Medicare Part B, 174.80. So you're right. It's going to be eroded by yeah. insurance premium costs. So it's sort of a wash. But um, remember, <laughs> folks... Uh, um, uh, Mike Kateri, uh, for those of you, we use uh, him. A lot of our clients have used him as well. So uh, OSHIP, or, which is the Ohio Senior Health Insurance Information Program, OSHIP. So their information, you can reach out to them or just call Mike. He does the same thing. Open enrollment starts October 15th through December 7th. Um, contact us, your advisor here at True North. We'll provide you, if you need his contact information again, but again, Mike Kateri. He shops the market, all the plans. Plans are changing every year. And uh, yeah. so uh, it's going to be interesting. Another uh, uh, year for that, I guess. Yeah, open enrollment. Yes. Yeah. Um, sure. How about, uh, what did you mention, cars earlier? Or what? Uh, oh, the price. Oh, health insurance. Yeah. Going up. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, employers. Employers, yeah. What, what did you hear on that? Or? Yeah. Uh, it was in the Wall Street Journal. Um, okay. 
think it's six and a half percent on average. Okay. Six and a half. So that's employer employer provided health insurance. Okay. Yep. Six and a half. Well, I mean, so ours is going up. Yeah, it's going up every year. <laughs> But I remember in my days of CBiz days, pension or pensions, benefits, four hundred one ks, we had double digit returns, uh, you know, twelve, fifteen percent returns. So oh, I mean, increases, increases, yeah. yeah. So it stinks that we all, you know, love to be flat or even negative, but uh, yeah, six another, everything's going up, you know. Yeah, like auto, homeowners, you name it, dental. <laughs> Everybody's tipping more. I think it's like 30% minimum now. Can you believe that? I mean, everywhere you go, I'm like, no ma, stop. Yeah. It's just, oh, gosh. You know, I was at Kroger the other day, and they're yeah. like, would you like to round up? And yeah. I said, how, how about, can I round down? down exactly. I want to round down, yeah. man. Like, you know, Andy's retirement. Yeah. <laughs> so, There's an article that came out from our, our, our uh, we published on a weekly basis, it came out about that, how people are getting tired of that. Yeah. Rounding up and, and tipping as well. So tip fatigue. It's like seven hundred million dollars, and people. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's fine if you want to do that. But most folks, like, you know, I just write your checks and you send it to where you want it to go to on your own. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you always feel like you know yeah. when we got to dinner, especially when they ask you before they even do anything, like, would you like to tip? Yeah, I'm always afraid if I say no, yeah. like. What's going to happen? Exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. I hate, you hate to say it, but exactly. you're thinking. That happened to just one time at Subway. I shouldn't throw them under the bus, but oh, they, had, they had to shut down the unit because oh, the I think people I know were, uh, they're doing oh, some, boy, that was bad. some bad things. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> disinfect. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyhow, but yeah, 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 just in, interesting times. Yeah, interesting times for sure. So I guess we'll strap in. It's going to be interesting fourth quarter and, uh, you know, a little month-end quarter-end rally we anticipate, but uh, – yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. Right, yeah. But uh, I guess we'll just sort of end on a few charts here um, just to crystallize a couple of things. It always helps. So this is just the S&P 500 earnings growth rate. So trailing 12 months. So again, the average is 7.8. It's the low. Well, it's right now it's a negative 1%. So it came off the low, which is good. So, you know, because things have still been, you know, chugging along. So that's why it's came, come off the low. But uh, we need that to get stronger, and uh, we'll see how that progresses over the next few quarters. Uh, sector energy, the energy in general. So uh, WTI per barrel. So as you can see, um, uh, WTI is like $90, you know, $90.91, what have you. It's on the right axis here. And then the left side is the earnings per share. So as you can see, in the 20th, earnings per share for these energy companies is spiked straight up. Uh, then it came down and then it's cur curved a little hockey stick here and going back up. So energy, what I'm hearing also is over $100 a barrel between now through and, uh, December and into January. So uh, energy prices will be around. And oh. Hence why he'll, on November 1st at the Fed meeting, he'll be raising again. <laughs> um, uh, interest rates, two-year, 10-year. Again, still uh, inverted, right? The, still inverted, but the bond market's carrying the water, as I mentioned earlier. So it's actually a two-year... Uh, it's like 5.25% you know, or 5.3. It's bounced around that range. So it's even higher than what shows on the graph here. The 10 years, 4.37. This is as of September 19th. But um, again, you can see it come low, artificially low, spiked up and hitting a new leg high. So it's probably going to go higher a little bit more. Then it will start to back off. But uh, you know, versus the average for the 10 years, 2.4. And uh, the average for the two years, 1.19. You can see where it's at right Maybe now. Bond fund managers will have a, something to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> they haven't had the last decade. They've just been like, yep. It's been, uh oh. 
federal, uh, some good news, Federal Reserve balance sheet. So uh, at least, you know, it was over $9 trillion. It's now at $8.1 trillion. So um, yeah, this little uh, bump up there was the STEMI checks, the ERC money, and uh, sending money to abroad and all that. So uh, it's come back down. So hopefully they can control. I know, um, uh, you know, with the Fed spending and all that on 930, uh, let's do they, hopefully they uh, don't get carried away and throw more money away to see this go back up again, the hockey sticks. So that's just, sure. you know, they need to curtail it. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, leading economic indicators, still negative, minus 7.5. So this is leading economic indicators and there's, cons- um, um, coincident and then lagging. So leadings are still negative. So you can see the recessions. That's why parts are are rolling recession, et cetera. Unemployment, part of the Fed's mandate, 2% uh, inflation on the PCE, but then also, uh, you know, maximum employment. Well, okay, well, they maxed out. Already seeing unemployment take up a little. So um, the best is behind us when it comes to that. And you'll see more and more uh, uh, people getting laid off. And we've heard a lot actually these past few weeks. Yeah. Um, So... Um, a lot there packed in a short amount of time. Uh, obviously, please reach out to us. Enjoy fall, our best season that we enjoy. So uh, uh, go Bucks! Reach out to us. We'll continue to navigate, make adjustments as necessary. But really, we've already you know, we have positioned yeah. you well for, for what we anticipate. Yeah. So. I guess we got some upcoming. Upcoming, so. right. But yeah, but you're right. But overall, yep. you know, we're, we're good there. Good spot, good place. We're in a good spot. So uh, you guys take care. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yep. See ya. You can reach this episode on our website at mytruenorthwp.com, by other podcast venue sites, or by calling us at 614-929-2715. Also, feel free to share this episode with friends and family and sign up for our weekly email market updates via our website. Special thanks to our producer, Nathan, as we will be producing these episodes on a monthly basis. Investment offered through Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Stratus Wealth Advisors, LLC, and True North Wealth Partners are separate entities. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. True North Wealth Partners and Stratus Wealth Advisors do not make any guarantee or other promise as to any results that may be obtained from this. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal.